Tulio hack is bad for signal users. Can you hear me now? Google flubs the rollout on Android 13. I really hope you like using Android 12. Apple finds a new source of revenue in an old place. Is it good for users? Probably not. John Deere now allows its users to play Doom. Kind of. Google tries to public shame Apple. Is it working? Not for me. Adam Newman, former CEO of the company WeWork, who attempted to take it public and failed, has a new venture in a surprising place. It's time for the Midweek Tech Roundup. It's Wednesday, August 17, 2022, and this is The Brew House. Have any of you uh, out there tried this Waterloo sparkling water? I tell you, I got this stuff the other day at hy V, and uh, I want to, you know, get into drinking, drinking this sparkling water. It has like the same feel as soda, but no calories, not even sugar. But after trying LaCroix, which literally tastes like you would think static would taste like while someone in the other room is yelling a flavor, uh, I was really turned off. Well, anyways, it was on sale, so I got a 12-pack, and man, is the black cherry good. No one sponsored this message. I just wanted to share a good thing. I really wish they had a sample pack. Anyways, on to the news. Signal reported on Monday that 1,900 phone uh, numbers of its users were exposed in the Twilio breach. That is the extent of the breach, however. Twilio was uh, deeply attacked. Uh, they're a very large SMS platform. Signal plans on letting uh, the affected users know they must re-register via a text message. Now, I've said this for a long time, that SMS messages are just a bad idea. So bad that I have a story about SMSs messages uh, that I personally experienced. Um, where I do my day, where I, blah, where I do my day, day job, you can hear horror stories of people waking up and seeing no cell signal on their phone to find out that they've been SIM swapped and their Coinbase or their bank account or whatever is um, hijacked and potentially it's the, the money that's in there is drained. Two-factor authentication is supposed to be a main line of defense for hacked passwords. But when it all comes down to it, if the last line of defense is an unencrypted text message, that's a bad thing. Cineverse is a huge company that routes SS, the SS7 protocol uh, that's used for telephony and SMS. They were hacked um, for five years before they noticed. All those messages could be read. No encryption is used over SMS. In fact, they could have read those messages and not taken your SIM card. It's crazy. Like they wouldn't even have to SIM swap and they could read those messages. It's time for a new protocol to take over. It's time for RCS. RCS is the new SMS standard that uh, Android and a lot of cell carriers have enabled. RCS allows for true end-to-end -end encryption of text message. It's the future, and it's time to phase out the old technology and stop this madness. Are you a Pixel user who recently saw that they uh, had an update, only to find out it repushed Android 12? Twitter and Reddit blew up with uh, reports of this in the last 24 hours. And uh, it's uh, not like Google entered the wrong version. It literally still is version 12. Wow. Some users are also reporting that they saw a sign that said upgrade to Android 13, but when they installed it, it was Android 12. It downloaded it and reinstalled it, made you reboot it, and it, re it literally just reset it. If you're having the, uh, this same issue, you could potentially try to restart your phone and see if it helps. Uh, but if you're still having issues after, after that, you'll have to wait a little longer to get the latest from the tech giant. You know, we all make mistakes, and this one is, to me, seemingly not that big a deal. So what you waste? So what you wasted a little time? Uh, probably gave your phone number that your phone much needed reboot, and uh, you still have what you had. 
Apple, uh, Apple is reportedly testing ads on the iPhone. It's looking like Apple may roll out ads in maps, books, and podcasts. Uh, but it should be something uh, that they could roll out into all Apple-branded apps. Now, this isn't the first time Apple has put ads inside their apps. Apple displays ads in the App Store. But the App Store may get uh, an upgrade, I guess, so uh, to have its ads appear in the Today tab. Potentially, one of the more exciting developments is Apple is putting ads on the Apple TV Plus to make it offset the $4.99 fee they charge for ad-free viewing where currently everything except for Friday Night Baseball is without ads. Now, personally for me, I don't really care about the ads. I think the ads will uh, probably be tastefully done. For example, when searching Chinese food, some local company may pop up under recommended, which is fine. Google and Yelp have been doing this for years. And uh, they say that the, and they are easy to look, uh, and the, the ads themselves are easy to look past um, or look into depending on what you, you know, what you, what you like or what you're into. And the idea that I could watch some Apple TV shows with a few ads, but not have to pay for yet another subscription is good. I signed up for Apple Plus to watch The Shrink Next Door after hearing the Wondery podcast. The Apple, uh, and Apple turned it into a short-run series starring Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell, and boy, was it good. Also, the WeWork series I'm currently watching slowly is excellent. So anyways, I don't watch it enough to keep the subscription, but I would watch it if it had ads. I am super excited to share with all of my farming listeners, you can now play Doom in the tractor while you're happily planting your corn. I wish I was joking. If you haven't listened to my show called Right to Repair or Ability to Repair, give it a listen. I talk a little about tractors in that podcast. However, I try not to point fingers, but now I can. And this should be national news, and it's not. Uh, because people don't understand the ramifications of this. John Deere, a super large worldwide tractor, com- tractor and machinery company, uh, known for its stance on not allowing people the right to repair to the point that if you install a replacement part in your tractor, a field tech has to come out and certify the part in the computer. Now, think about that. If you're busy planting, combining, whatever, and all of a sudden the, you got you to replace um, an alternator, let's just say, it could take four or more hours. It could take you an hour to replace the alternator. Usually that's a pretty fa- fast job, but then you now you have to get a service tech to come out to the field to actually make your tractor work. I mean, that could take up to four hours or more, maybe the next day. I mean, it's crazy. Anyways, uh, they've been jailbroke, and the results of the jailbreak sh- just sh- show just how bad it is and what you're paying for. The John Deere tractors, combines, and other machinery run on an outdated, unpatched Windows CE and Wind River 8 Linux. The processes run as root, and they do not do any checksums to verify what is running is allowed. It's bad. It's very bad. It goes to show how bad the food supply chain could be affected. Currently, you have uh, you have to access you have access to the hardware to do the hack. But remember, these tractors run LTE modems. They have auto steer and they can run themselves. Uh, someone needs to hold John Deere and other tractor manufacturers accountable. If we have to use their parts and their service techs to bless what uh, bless them, we expect security. What's to stop a remote hacker from taking control of all of these machines, shutting them down, or making them unusable so a service tech has to go to every farm, everywhere, to reprogram them during planting season? It would be terrible. Google, instead of trying to one-up, decided to publicly shame Apple to convince uh, them to open their iMessage chat platform. Google, who has tried many times to compete with iMessage, uh, Google says, it's not about the color of the bubbles, it's the blurry videos, it's the broken group chats, missing read receipts and typing indicators, no texting over Wi-Fi and more. 
These problems exist because Apple refuses to adopt modern texting standards when people with iPhones and Android phones text each other. Now, look, I have no love loss for either companies. On one side, you have Apple, who created the giant iMessage platform and probably has many users that use the phone just because of iMessage. And Apple is probably concerned that if they enable RCS, people would get Android curious and, uh, and start trying those phones. The opposite probably isn't true. People probably wouldn't get Apple curious and move from Android to Apple. On the other side, you have Google, who just can't seem to get a messaging app right. They've tried, uh, they've tried Android to Android or Android to Apple. They, just, they, just, they tried Hangouts. They couldn't get a messaging app that people wanted to use. And then in the middle, you have the consumer, who can't text between the platforms effectively. And in my mind, the consumer should win. RCS includes things like end-to-end -end encryption, raw pictures and video between users, and no matter the phone, it doesn't matter the phone. And while I don't believe in a public shame campaign, just because Google couldn't do it right, I do agree that it is time to either open up iMessage or Apple should add RCS. Oh, here's a good one. Adam Newman, the founder of WeWork, the real estate company, who made uh, co-working spaces that rapidly expanded worldwide uh, with a huge influxes of cash, but a non-sustainable model. And Newman was also known for his very erratic behavior. Has a, has a new startup in, you guessed it, real estate. And it's already valued at a billion dollars. A new venture called Flow. While details on Flow are sparse, it appears to be a residential startup company. Their minimalistic website has a slogan, Live Life in Flow, and launching 2023. It will be interesting to see where we go from here. Now, I understand something is dramatized for TV. It's often changed to be more provocative and keeps the viewer watching. However, we do know that Newman did fail the IPO on WeWork. And we also know that after Newman stepped down in 2019 and then the COVID crisis began, WeWork's business did start to pick up. And that WeWork was once valued at $47 billion and it wasn't even public. It failed to go public because the company was bleeding money. But as in all ventures such as this, Newman walked away with hundreds of millions of dollars. WeWork did eventually go public via a uh, special purpose acquisition company, or a SPAC, in 2021, and is currently valued at $4 billion. Well, I guess it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Uh, when I used to work in collections, and I had to call people and I would say, you should at least make a small payment that shows good faith. And then they would say, why? My credit is already bad. And I would reply back, if you hit your hand with a hammer, do you want to do it again? I would laugh, they would laugh, and then they'd hang up on me. I think there is a lesson here in this whole flow we work thing. Just because someone is good at commercial real estate doesn't mean they're going to do well with home real estate. There's a reason you have to take more hours of training to sell homes to people because there's much more emotion connected to where one lives. And I'll leave it with that. Have a great Wednesday. This has been the Midweek Tech Roundup. See you next week.